Welcome to Busy Moms Podcast. Hang on and here we go. Let's talk about the woman at the well. And a quick little fun fact for you guys. This chapter here uh, in John is the longest conversation that Jesus had in the scriptures with anyone. Which is kind of funny because it's not all that long. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's not something on our radar either. That yeah. This was yeah. a long conversation. And especially this is with the woman at the well. Not someone you would think he would have a lengthy conversation with. Nope. So let's dive into John chapter four. Uh, Monica, take it away. <laughs> Jacob's well was there. So Jesus wearied as he was from his journey, sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria. For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that was saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons, and his livestock, Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give to them will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Just then his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into the town and said to the people, come see a man who told me all I ever did. Can this be the Christ? I know, I love <laughs> there's, that. There's so much in there about her. The fact that she's not afraid to be like, clap back just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because she's like, you're a Jew. Why are you asking you me? Water. Yeah. I'm a woman and a Samaritan, and here you are asking stuff of me when don't I defile you with my presence, right? Yeah. And then I love how she gets into it with him when he told her about her husband's, and then she changes the subject. She's like, <laughs> well... We used to worship on the mountain, and then you people say that you can only worship in Jerusalem. And it's, well, wait a minute. He just called you out. <laughs> <laughs> back it up. Back it up. Let's discuss this. 
that's called deflection. Yeah. <laughs> that's called, um, hey, we're going to talk about something else now because we're not going to talk about me. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally get because yeah. I wouldn't want to be called out like that either. No. But I mean, he needed it. She needed to hear it. Yes. yes because she did. he needed the door. He was opening the door to her height. What you said earlier mm-hmm. about this, this was kind of his in with her, which I love. Yeah, it was because she was immediately defensive when he asked for a drink. Mm hmm. So she already was, well, first, let's just backpedal here. She showed up at the sixth hour of the day, which we believe is about noon or so. Which is Mm -hmm. the hottest part of the day. Which is the hottest part of the day. And she's coming by herself. And typically the women would go as a group because the well was away from the town. Yep. First thing in the morning when it was cool. And she's coming by herself. So clearly that ticks off a, she's different. Something's going on here. So she's by herself in the heat of the day. Defensive and grouchy. <laughs> and there's a Jew sitting there going, give me a drink of water. Please. Please. And you just say please. But she was just like, what? This I can't even get me. my own townspeople to talk to, to me. me. Yeah. And you're trying to, you know, so she was already defensive. And he was slowly, gently breaking the door open. I, I just But she was asked good questions. She, she, said she, she shows that she's smart. Yeah. And observant. Yes. Which I appreciate. And then when he says, I, the water I give them will become in him a, a spring of water that will well up into eternal life. And she says, sir, give me this water so that I don't won't get thirsty and don't have to keep coming, coming back, back to, to the well, well. <laughs> in the middle of the day when it's hot. <laughs> Imagine how back. thirsty she was when she got there. Oh, I know. No. <laughs> I just love that she was just kind of snarky. Let me have this water so I don't have to keep doing this crap. You know, <laughs> it's kind of the vibe that you got from that. And then he just, he, he saw that she wasn't hearing him. So then he said, go call your husband. He knew the answer, you know, but he was trying, like we said, he was trying to get that opening that door, opening that door. And then she deflected, mm-hmm. which is a, de- yep. is a good defense mechanism that we all have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do I get that living water? <laughs> you but, uh, you yeah. tell me we're supposed to be going to certain places for worship, but why are you telling me different now? You know, of course, she's got the perfect answer, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time is coming when you're you're not going to worship in the temple or the mountain when it's just spirit and truth. Worship in spirit and truth because God knows your heart. Beautiful. It was great. And then she just said, well, I know that the Messiah is coming and he can tell me all this. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to sort this all out when he gets here. Yeah, you know, He's going to tell us he's going to tell us all these things when he gets here and he just kind of looks at her and is like i am he like i'm telling you you know doing it right now he was like chipping the door pushing the door open a little bit more Mm -hmm. a little bit more and then he kind of got it all the way open like i'm here honey i'm here it also shows he knew everything she did i read um in one place that the word for husband can also be uh, translated into the word for man so Mm could have been her husband's or could have she just could have been checking up with a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which she was in the end, because it says, and the man who you're living with now yeah. isn't your husband either. He knew what she'd done. He knew what she'd been through. And he said, I'm going to use you anyway. Well, so it, in the fact that they give the number of husbands <laughs> slash men she was with, clearly even back then, that was a, a lot of men. That was something that stood out, you know, because he could have just said husbands, you know, but he gave a number to kind of let us know the significance of that. What she has done really sticks out in society. That, and it made a point to her. Like, yeah, that too. You know this? 
that too gave the details and stuff it also gives you the kind of perspective of of why she's answering questions the way that she is because Mm -hmm. everybody knows her story so even the few information that he's giving her he could have found out from talking to somebody in town he's using it towards trying to get into her heart that's right to show her that he is the messiah that who she is talking with even though he's giving her the information that everybody in their brother knows he's using it for a tool to really in reality make her a witness because he can use everything Mm because he doesn't use anything for his glory i love that and that and um it's not just that he wasn't faced by her sin she knew what she did yeah she didn't need anybody she was faced by her sin she was jaded she, oh, she yeah. look what she'd been through. She probably had walls around her heart like Jericho, right? Yeah. yeah. He needed an in with her, which is where I think the husband thing comes in. And then the fact that he sh- not just shows her her sin, but shows her that it's going to be okay. Does You can still worship. You yeah. did bad things, but everybody does bad things and you can still worship. You can still, God can use you no matter what you've done, which I think is beautiful. Yeah. What is it that can be out of the realm of God's possibility if he can use this woman who, man, she she probably had been shunned by every woman around her. She probably had no real friends that she could talk to who were in any way righteous. That's why I feel like he really had to chip away at her. Yeah. So that she could open up because she had the big wall. And mm-hmm. if he could get through that wall, then she's his evangelist. Why? She's also got a big mouth. <laughs> but she wasn't scared to ask the questions. She wasn't scared to ask the questions. She's not scared to say what was on her mind, no. which means that when she got back into town, God used her gift of mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did. Because she wasn't scared to ask the tough questions. She wasn't scared to call him out because she said, you all say I have to worship in Jerusalem, but we worship here on the mountain. So why is this? Yeah. You know, she's asking the why questions that this doesn't make sense to her. And one, she can't worship because she's being shunned. Mm-hmm. How is this fair? You know, yeah. so she asked all the tough questions and had no fear of it. Obviously, once she knew he was, she probably, anybody that walked by, grabbed by the shirts. <laughs> Let me tell you about the Christ, you know. Well, she did. She went running through town. <laughs> she did. She went running back. Like, I... I was wondering why at the end of this and because it says, come and see a man who told me that all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? Like I was kind of irritated by that statement because I was like, but she already knew it was the Christ. So why is she even questioning it? But then I had Mandy explain to me, well, she's like, it's a catchy phrase. She goes, if you say that, she goes, it draws people in. She goes, because here you are saying, is this the Christ? Like this guy just told me all that I ever did come so that way he can tell you the same thing too. But she's a witness. Like she yes. is telling everybody that she can come into. That's right. Mm-hmm. It says she's in drawing interest. Yeah. Verse starting at verse 39. It says many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves and we know that this man really is the savior of the world. That's big. That's That's huge. (laughs) (laughs) And from a woman that they all shunned. Yes. That they wouldn't even talk to. The women wouldn't even go to the well with her in the morning. Like she was not included. That's why she had to go in the middle of the day. And yet he picked picked her 
softened her heart. Love it. And she went and told, and they believed. I love it. And just the beauty of this story of how such a broken person, beat up Mm. kind of woman, you know, she'd been through so much and had such walls up and he just turned her right around Mm -hmm. and made her the evangelist in her town. Let's talk about his patience though, because (laughs) it took three times, three attempts before (laughs) she truly believed what he was saying. She was kind of snarky at him the first couple times you know she just was you're a jew why would you ask me these things you know so the wall was there and he didn't get angry he didn't get lippy back or anything he did kind of a little bit when he was like go call your husband he realized that that was gonna be the way to get that wall down a little bit that to was soften the game her heart. changer it was the game changer but he still even after he did that and she deflected and went well we worship by the mountain but you say jerusalem he was still like honey <laughs> the time right. has come where the that's not come. true and like he was gentle it's like yep. you know it's it's like parents when when the kid is having that meltdown and they're angry and you just kind of grab them and hold them and say it's gonna be okay. it's gonna change yeah you know believe me woman a time is coming when you will worship the father neither on this mountain nor in jerusalem yeah. believe me woman and yeah. then she's like well the the messiah is gonna come and explain anything we said what did i just do yeah. Didn't I just explain that? And he just he just <laughs> said he didn't, you know, it doesn't say he yelled it or he shouted nope. it. He just looked at her and said, Believe I me. am he. And he did it with such love that mm-hmm. just the, the extreme patience that God has, it shows it in this story that he has that same extreme patience with us. <laughs> and Which we're probably, God, he has that yes, patience with us. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Because we're probably even more jaded and walls built yeah. around us now in today's culture than anything. And he's still just going, honey, I'm right here. Hit me. Hit me with all the hurt. Yeah. Hit me with the, the come. Ask me those questions. And I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to wait for you There's every a, time. One of the works from Mark Twain, he talks about how uh, if if he were God, he would have just ended the world with the flood. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get an ark. There's no omission, no ark. Just drown all of us. Just get it over with. <laughs> well, thank God he didn't. <laughs> it's a good thing that he is way more patient with yeah. us than we have patience. Yeah. So just remember, God is not phased by our sins. No. He already knows them. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it is our human, we'll just say desire because I can't think of the right word, but it's our own humanness that doesn't allow us to be forgiven because we still think of whatever that we've done wrong. He can't love us, but guess what? He does no matter what. That's right. And never be afraid to ask questions. Ask them. Ask them. There's never a dumb question. Jesus is from my staff all the time. They're like, well, this might be a dumb question. No, there's never a dumb question. Ask me your question. Yeah. Ask the questions and, and ask it to him because he, if he's not faced by our sins, he's not going to be faced by our the question. stupid question that you have to ask <laughs> yeah, him. <laughs> exactly. Now, don't be angry or jaded that he doesn't answer when you want him yeah. to, to answer. Or give it's you going the answer you want. Yes. yes, that's the big one. Give that's us the, the answer we want. Give us the answer that we want. So just remember, it's going to come. You have to keep your eyes open to be able to see that answer. And just remember, it may not always be what we want, but it's all part of his plan for our lives. We need to also remember that part of the point of this story is that he is presenting himself as the living water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come drink from me and you will never be thirsty again. Your spirit will be quenched in me, which 
is beautiful. Yes. I love that he lays it out for her. And then you can't keep that living water to yourself. No. No, it needs to be shared. You need to spread that far and wide, everybody. Like she did. She was mm-hmm. so excited she left her water bottle. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. she would take her water back with her. Like she just was like, ah, I'm out. <laughs> I believe and I have to go tell, tell somebody. Everybody. Yes. <laughs> I am so excited that I met the Messiah that I have to tell everyone. Yeah. I love it. She is the perfect example for us to not hoard the mm-hmm. living water. Yeah, so once you get that living water in your heart, in your soul, share it. Because somebody else needs to hear it. Everyone else Everybody. needs to hear it. Everybody needs to hear it. All right, let's wrap this up in prayer. Holy Father, we thank you so much for your word. And we thank you that Jesus chose this woman to show us that he can choose any of us. Mm-hmm. Please be with us, Lord. Please help us to understand what you need us to understand. Help us to share with everyone your water and your word so that through us, others can be quenched. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Our blessings to you, and remember to fight for those 15 minutes.